Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We caught up earlier today with Max Porterfield. He's the CEO of Kalanax Mines. When we last spoke to him back in March, they just raised just under nine million bucks Canadian. And we talked to them about what they've done since then, what the plans are for this year, how much drilling we're expecting to see. And uh, we talk about resource updates, market uh, reaction in terms of share price. If you want our thoughts and opinions on the conversation, uh, the company itself and Max, uh, you can find that at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club, where you can also find detailed company reports and analysis. We've got commentary from experts from around the world on a variety of companies and commodities, training courses as well. Plus, we do summaries of all the interviews that we do just to save you some time because we know you're busy people. But most excitingly of all, there's a wonderful, thriving community of investors sharing their thoughts and ideas with each other in a nice, friendly, safe environment. I hope you feel that sounds nice because it is. Uh, it's free from all that judgment, trolling, abuse you see elsewhere. So go and join them at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club. A uh, little note, there is a bit of a waiting list um, at the moment, but it's well worth the wait. So put your name down, cruxinvestor.com forward slash club. Max, how are you? I'm doing great. Excited to be here. Good. Oh, don't be too excited. It's only me. It's only me. <laughs> <laughs> we only spoke two months ago. Um, so you, you look well? You've been keeping well? Keeping busy? Yeah, very, very busy. I mean, we, after we capitalized the company when we last spoke, we've been... Uh, drilling consistently on the broader 30,000 meter drilling campaign uh, in Manitoba. Right. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about that. I saw, I saw a headline, which I want to talk to you about. Um, but first, for people new to the story, perhaps getting into copper and the EV thematic, give us that one minute overview of the business and I'll pick it up from there. Yeah. So again, we're exploring Canadians, uh, Canada's most prolific mining jurisdictions. Uh, we've got emerging discoveries across the portfolio, most notably where we've got the 30,000 meter campaign is that our high grade copper, zinc, gold, silver discovery called the Rainbow Deposit, that's just outside of Flin Flon, Manitoba, where there's processing facilities that are in deep need of a new feed, uh, because that mine's, the 777 mine's shutting down there uh, in May of next year, and there's no new discovery. In addition to that, we've got emerging silver discoveries in the Bathurst District of New Brunswick, and that's in close proximity to our PEA stage uh, portfolio, led by the Nash Creek Deposit, which is a zinc-lead deposit. Again, it was base case at $1.25 zinc, and, and zinc prices today, $1.30 is very compelling. And then in New Newfoundland, we've got an updated resource coming on our Point Leamington deposit, which is a historic uh, gold, copper, zinc, open pitable resource that we're looking to, uh, again, bring up to 43-101 compliance this year. Well, Max, like, like, thanks for that. But l- let me let me talk to you about a headline I saw recently, which was you know 7.55 meters, uh, over 5% copper. In a very positive copper environment like that, that's, that's a standout headline. So... Um, why hasn't the market reacted? Share price heading the wrong way. What, what's going on? Yeah, so I mean, I, in terms of why the market's reacted the way it is, I think, you know, oftentimes you can have a shoulder base that's not as educated in mining as it need to be. And when you announce something like that, you expect a different result. I think it's a lack of education. So that's part of the reason being on the show is to educate, you know, new investors and current shareholders in terms of what we're up to. Uh, but with that being said, we're well capitalized, again, for, and fully funded for the drilling in Manitoba. And we're consistently to hit consistently hitting high grade, as you noted, th- those two uh, step outs that we announced in that news release that were, that were announced uh, just recently are significant step outs from the mineralization that we last intersected at the end of the drilling campaign last year. So 257 meters step out as again, you know, two and a half football fields closer to surface. So it, it doubled the vertical extent of the discovery. And that's just part of the exploration approach. And that's what we can control. 
I can't control the ebbs and flows of the market. We can control, you know, the operations and what our long-term objectives are. But I mean, one of those holes didn't hit, didn't hit, it certainly didn't come back with the numbers that, again, the market was expecting. So um, what, do you, what do you have to say about that? Well, I mean, the reality is, is that we had an amazing target along strike uh, to the south. We drilled that target. And unfortunately, that, that led to, uh, you know, banded puritite and graphitic argillites there. But the reality is in exploration, which is what we're doing, and it's true exploration, it's not a bunch of infill holes around an existing historic deposit like you might have seen somewhere else. Uh, but again, the statistical odds for making a discovery that become a mine are one in 4,000. And so while we missed, a miss doesn't stop us for longer term objectives because again, we're growing the rainbow discovery, which is a brand new discovery that we call it into last August. This is nothing historic. And again, the exceptionally high grade nature uh, is what we're very, very excited about because in terms of grades globally, the average copper grade around the world for a mine is half a percent copper. Granted, that's been drawn down by big open pits, but there's not a, place, a lot of places around the world where you can get those type of copper grades, particularly, you know, not outside of, you know, Central Africa and the DRC. So to be in Manitoba, to hit those grades with the hydroelectric power line 200 meters away, historic shaft, road access, and that mill that's hungry for a new feed in Flint Flon, uh, there's a lot to be happy about with what we're accomplishing. But don't you think that you also need to kind of play the market when you're at your your size, you know, whatever, 40 million market cap company, you also got to kind of play the market. You can't always do things the, the right way, can you? I mean, that's what we're focused on doing. I mean, long-term objective is to create value. I mean, I've been at this for a number of years with Kalanix, you know, dedicated to Kalanix, one of the largest shielders of Kalanix, and how I get an exit is creating long-term value. So, you know, a promote is nice. It makes a lot of people money on the short term, but we're looking to make a lot of people money on the long term and create long-term jobs through discoveries or long-term objective. Right, so you're not, because you've got the money in the bank, you're not tempted to, you know, do some sort of shorter step out type stuff and actually, you know, provide more of these kind of wonderful headlines we see. I mean, that, that would get you a be much better market reaction, surely. I mean, maybe, maybe that's what the market wants, but I mean, that's not what we want to see with the capital. We want to see a mine uh, developed and discovered. And that's what the capital is there for. That's why we raised the capital. We're, you know, steadfast on that objective. Okay. So what next with Flintflon? How much more drilling have we got to see there? So again, as the last update, we've done 7,500 meters uh, in, in counting. We've got two drills that are actively active. They've been active since February and really, uh, you know, really since last year, aside from that short break. But that's part of a broader 30,000 meter drilling campaign. So there's going to be active news flow consistently throughout the year as we grow the size and extent and delineate the, the rainbow deposit. Okay, but but to what end? What, what, what do you get? Because you haven't got like unlimited funds. You raised, you know, just shy of nine million bucks when we last spoke in March. Right. What, what's the? What are you trying to show people that, that you've got at Flintfon apart from the odd high grade here or there? Well, the, the we want to delineate a resource that shows you know we've got the next flagship mine for Manitoba, and that that can be done with the drilling campaign that we have ongoing. It's again fully funded. Uh, that that is budgeted for five point five million. So we're within that budget and we can expand that budget as needed. Uh, and, and of course, we have options to recapitalize sometime down the road. But again, that's not anytime soon. Right. And, and what would look like success for you? I mean, what, what size of resource would you yeah, like to talk we to? We always about? look for a, a 10 million ton. Sorry to, to interject because I felt like I knew where you're going. But, uh, but we're looking for 10 million tons, roughly 3% copper is, is kind of your threshold for a standalone in Manitoba. It's kind of what we you know, outline as a minimum. Uh, but again, we want to go big. Uh, our technical team has been credited with the discovery of three of the four largest mines in Flint Fonts history. Again, that's 32 mines and counting. Uh, so, you know, I, I like the team we have. I like the area we're exploring. 
And I like where we've gotten so far. And I think we have a very, very bright future. Okay. So what's the timing on that? When can we expect to see some kind of resource? We're looking at a resource probably Q1 of next year, I think. I mean, we've got to do consistent drilling right now, delineate that resource. Obviously, if we can exceed those goals, I'd love to do that. Uh, but again, you know, I think the resource is going to be a little bit further out than, uh, than 2021. Right. And anything going to hold you back there? I mean, obviously, you, you, you're going to be drilling a lot. So we expect to see a lot more information a bit more regularly from you because you're not big on banging out uh, many press releases. Well, you know, I think the, the, the frequency of press releases are dependent on the frequency that I get with drill data back. So everyone needs to keep in mind that when you're drilling in these deeper holes, which is the nature of the discovery in Manitoba, uh, it does take time to drill these holes. So there's time that's associated with that. With that being said, we've been very, very pleased with the results coming back from the lab and the turnaround time. So while it does seem, seem maybe infrequent in terms of the timing, it is because of the nature of the drilling that we're doing, not necessarily long timelines on, on uh, waiting for you know, assays from the lab, so to speak. Do you think that's part of the problem? Do you think people have just been waiting for information, they're not getting it, so therefore they're bored and off buying, I don't know, Doge coins or whatever. Well, I think that the market's become more and more uh, frothy in the expectation of immediacy. And I, I don't know if that's the millennial nature of the market, I, being I'm a millennial as well, but the, um, the you know, that we're known for not wanting to wait. Uh, so perhaps, but at the end of the day, this is not the type of business where, you know, you just just drill just for the sake of getting news out to the market that doesn't really add long-term value. And so we want to put the holes in the right place because that's what's going to create a long-term value for our shielder base as well as meeting our objectives. So what does that tell us about the type of investor that you're looking for? We're looking for long-term stable investors that want to see you know, the assets thrive, shine, and create a lot of value for themselves in this you know, cyclical bull market for commodities that we're within right now. Okay. Um, can you give me an update on... Okay. Well, let, let's see what comes, starts coming out uh, from you at Flynn Flon. Okay. We will be watching. Okay. Um, with regards to um, Point Lamington, have you got an update for us? Yeah. Point Lamington, we're working on the updated resource. Uh, since we last spoke, we kind of took a pause on, on getting that taken care of because we had needed to, to do the uh, the capital raise, which is obviously the priority. And, and the capital in the company's priority was Manitoba. Again, that's where 80% plus of the CapEx is going to be going this year. In terms of Point Leamington, right now we're assaying 15% of the historic drill data, a drill core from the deposit to validate onto the historic uh, assay results from Naranda when they had operated the property they discovered it originally. And then once that's completed, we'll be doing an updated resource. So that should be coming out in the coming months. The only thing they could maybe push that off is if you know, things come out better than expected there uh, based on the assaying historically, which has happened in the past in Newfoundland. And um, maybe that leads us to, to broadening that sampling campaign uh, on that historic core as much as possible. But again, that's what's going on at Point Leamington. It's going to be an updated resource. Again, that's a historic resource, uh, large zinc, uh, copper, gold resource there okay. within a mineral in the Buckins district. Okay. And the other one I want uh, to catch up with you about was obviously Bathurst and New Brunswick. Um, you're going to be doing some more drilling there. Is that right? That's correct. So in, in Bathurst and New Brunswick, We've got the Nash Creek deposit. We published the PEA. It was base case is $1.25 zinc. So that's in the money, so to speak, for where zinc prices are today and I believe longer term. And we hit silver discovery 6.8 kilometers apart uh, last year. We announced those and we followed up with a soil sampling campaign over 10 kilometers because those, those two silver discoveries were 6.8 kilometers apart. So the drilling campaign that we're going to be budgeting there is be 3,000 meters uh, on average, about roughly 200 meters a hole. And that will allow us to really test the anomalous silver results that we got back from that soil sampling campaign 
uh, along that, that main controlling pole that's hosting the silver zinc lead mineralization. It's kind of an interesting market at the moment. You kind of, you're looking at uh, obviously the copper market. I mean, the prices are, you know, just cents away from the all-time all highs there. You kind of feel that you are prioritizing your assets in the right order, but the market's not saying that to you. I mean, are you sometimes tempted to reprioritize as a result of how the market's reacting to your stock? No, absolutely not. The reality is, is that I take a long-term outlook on everything that we do. If you look back to the calls that we made in 2014 when I became CEO of the company and took over management of Calinex, we stated we like copper in the medium term. We like copper long term. We went through the medium term. Zinc performed very, very well. It's performing okay right now. And then obviously when copper performs well, zinc will perform well in kind of lockstep to that. And now in the long term is here and, and, and we're really shining because you know the discoveries that we set out to make in 2014 are coming at just the perfect time, I think, for our company, the communities, and for the overall market and the demands that are out there with the big shift going on around the world for, for these base metals. Okay, so, so far we've kind of we touched on th three projects, but you've got a bunch of other discoveries in, in the portfolio too. Um, are they sort of parked up for now because you've got enough on your plate and you've kind of got to you know, show the market what you've got? Um, or are you intending to sort of, have you got, well, have you got other plans for them? I'm talking about the things like you know, Rainbow Discovery, Pine Bay, et cetera. So the Rainbow Discovery at Pine Bay is going to be the bread and butter of what we do. I mean, that's 80% of the CapEx. Uh, and, and really, like I mentioned, there are very, very few places around the world where we can get those type of grades. And the grades is obviously king. You need to build tons. That's what they're in the midst of doing right now is building tons. And then the proximity infrastructure has always been a focus for the company. If you look at the entire portfolio, the focus is in proximity infrastructure. In terms of the other assets, uh, in the company, we do have a broader exploration portfolio. And potentially, we do a deal on those. I'm not opposed to doing a deal on different assets within the company. But again, our sole focus is going to be creating value. Uh, and we're going to do that through discovery. And the rainbow discovery is going to be the biggest driver of that moving okay. forward. Okay. So that, that is the focus. Clear. Loud, loud and clear. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, like, um, like I, that was it, really. I just wanted a quick update and sort of see where your head was at, you know, because I saw market reaction um, in the stock price, but I also saw that headline which suggests that you've got something good going on there. Um, so your message to the market is what? Just, just leave me with one thought. It's an excellent buying opportunity. It truly is. I think that if you look at the reality, the valuation where we are, uh, the capitalization, you know, in terms of the, the cash in the treasury, everything's fully funded, the market we're in. In these ebbs and flows in the markets have created exceptional buying opportunities. I mean, just you know, 18 months ago, you could have bought Calinex, actually less than that, for 35 cents a share and just roughly a you know, four million dollar market cap. So we've come a long way, and with that, uh, we've got a long way to go. Uh, but I like where we are, and I think the risk reward benefit uh, and ratios is certainly in our favor right now. Uh, and, and we've got you know a lot of value to add for our shareholders. Brilliant. Okay, well, well, let's see if the drill bit actually delivers for you over the next few months. Stay in touch. Let us know how you get on, okay? Absolutely. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.